Welcome to Newest, Latest, Best, the quick daily show to keep you in the know with all of the newest information, latest releases, and the very best that games have to offer. I'm Jeff Kanata, and today is Tuesday, November 28th, 2017. Today we're talking rumors, rumors, rumors galore, and some of them are pretty wonderful. Including our first, which is about a Super Mario Brothers cereal. That's right, a breakfast cereal based on Super Mario Brothers. Hey, I remember that. In the 80s there was one. Yes, well, evidently the cereal blog known as Serialistly, which, come on. That's I got to start reading that blog just for that title. Has broken some news that evidently there will be a Super Mario Brothers cereal, but that's not all. Buying the box of the cereal will give you in-game items, certain in-game benefits in Super Mario Odyssey. Evidently the box will work something like a, an amiibo where you uh, bring it in proximity to your Switch, and it will unlock certain benefits inside the game. So buy the cereal, instead of a secret prize inside or a secret toy, it's a digital item that's unlocked in your video game. Pretty crazy. Now, what is the cereal? Well, it looks like your typical uh, unhealthy children's cereal with... uh, with stars that are made out of, uh, you know, corn puffs and a variety of power-ups made out of marshmallows. You've got your question mark boxes. You've got your mushrooms, uh, red mushrooms and green mushrooms. Super Mario cereal. It's got Mario on the box wearing his friend Cappy on his head. So it is clearly tied into Super Mario Odyssey. And the Amiibo sticker that unlocks stuff in the game. No word what this actually does unlock. And as of right now, very much a rumor. There's no confirmation from Nintendo on this. But uh, kind of a cool idea. Not so much the cereal, because it uh, looks like poison. (laughs) But, But the Amiibo as a thing that isn't just tied to a figurine, the Amiibo as an idea, which, of course, there's nothing that says it has to be uh, a toy or a figurine. It could be a whole mess of stuff. They could have Amiibo shirts. They could have Amiibo anything. Uh, And how cool is it that they're thinking outside the box, or in this case, inside the box, the cereal box. Uh, I'm into this. I like the idea of having Amiibo be more than what we've thought of before and things, uh, ancillary things that can unlock stuff in your game. It is a little scary uh, monetizing real-world things and giving incentives in the game. And we don't know what this is. Do we, is Cappy going to turn into a cereal bowl? Are you going to get a outfit for Mario that looks like he's a soggy uh, with his milk mustache? You know, the possibilities are endless. I'm curious to see where this <laughs> ends up. Another piece of news that is so far just in the rumor category is a re-release of a, I guess, little-played entry in the Assassin's Creed franchise, Assassin's Creed Rogue. Now, 
back in 2014, Ubisoft put out Assassin's Creed Unity on the then fresh next-gen systems, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, and also the PC. But it had a special, different installment of the franchise built for the current-gen systems, PS3 and Xbox 360. That was Assassin's Creed Rogue. It actually reviewed better than Unity did, which was fraught with bugs and errors and strangeness. Assassin's Creed Rogue actually uh, did pretty well, but I think was the game that fell between the cracks. Uh, And now it sounds like Assassin's Creed Rogue may get its time in the spotlight. It already came out on PC a while back, but now it sounds like it may be coming to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One in the form of Assassin's Creed Rogue HD. There are a few retailers that uh, listed it as available for pre-order, although Ubisoft themselves have not announced anything uh, officially. But uh, this may just be a port of the PC version. One hopes that they've put a little more time in on it. As somebody who's now come around and become a big fan of the Assassin's Creed franchise as a result of Origins, I'm not very interested in taking a step backward and playing a game that's stuck in the old paradigm of Assassin's Creed, but I definitely did not play Rogue, and uh, I know people have uh, an affinity for that game. But what I would much rather see is Ubisoft take those old worlds, take those old games, and just completely remake them in the style of Assassin's Creed Origins. Give them a quest system that feels more like that game, that feels more like an open-world RPG, and just maintain the world that they built. All the all the worlds of Black Flag and 2 and, uh, you know, the Renaissance version, the American Revolution version. I'd love to revisit those milieus, but do it, with this much more interesting version of the game that is a true open-world RPG. Now, I'm sure that's crazy and labor-intensive and highly unlikely, but it's still what I would want instead of just being able to play a port of an older game. Still, it remains to be seen if this is happening or not, but keep an eye out for a potential announcement of Assassin's Creed Rogue HD. And finally, a new job posting on Remedy Games' website points to where they may be headed in the future. Remedy Games, uh, one of my favorite developers, uh, known for Max Payne 1 and 2 and Alan Wake, three games that I adored when they came out. Unfortunately, Quantum Break, which is their most recent game, uh, I was very disappointed with, even though it had brilliant production value. It really fell flat for me, so I'm hoping their next project will be a return to form. But this new job posting on the Remedy website sounds much more like they're transitioning into the new hotness right now to create something along the lines of a Destiny, a uh, persistent world first-person shooter. In fact, the posting itself name checks uh, Battle Royale modes and a Destiny character. So it seems highly likely that they're aiming for somebody along those lines Uh, The post goes, are you constantly thinking about intriguing ways to excite your players and keep them invested in your game's world? Are you obsessed with lore and a desire to create rich content that communities will devour? Do you design challenge systems that are so moorish to your players plan their week around them? Have you already designed the next Battle Royale? Are you always among the first to find Xur? 
So that's what they're looking for. It doesn't necessarily mean they're making a game similar to those, but it certainly piques my interest of what Remedy may have cooking up. Certainly if they're just hiring, a game along those lines would be far down the road, but I have high hopes for Remedy. It's As I said, I'm waiting for a return to form because they the three games they made before Quantum Break are favorites of mine. They are really cool, high-quality games, particularly Alan Wake. So... I remain optimistic for what comes next from Remedy. So those were all rumor stories. What is not a rumor is how well VR is doing in sales. Yes, good news on the VR front. VR headsets topped a million sales last quarter for the first time. So in Q3 of 2017, 1 million units of combined VR headsets sold Overall, that's pretty great. This is predating the holiday period, which has good news of its own. In fact, a report from Black Friday, uh, the day after Thanksgiving here in the United States, says that PlayStation VR alone sold as much as it did on launch week. And more in that one day than it did in the previous four to five months combined. That's a lot of PlayStation VRs. We don't know exactly how many, but it sounds like if you add up all of the information we've got, PlayStation VR could be nearing the 2 million install base marked. So they confirmed back in June that they'd sold over a million PSVRs, and Black Friday did so well, it sounds like they're if they've not surpassed 2 million, they're close to it. In Q3, PlayStation VR accounted for 49% of all VR sales, which is about 490,000 units. Uh, And the Oculus Rift sold 21%, and 16% more went to the Vive. 14% went to headsets from other manufacturers. But the good news is sales are strong and continue to rise. PlayStation VR, the clear winner, and I think you can attribute that to price point and accessibility, the ability to play that on a huge install base of PlayStation 4s and no confusion over what kinds of PCs are required and what kind of investment into a powerhouse PC you need. But you combine these these two data points, which is uh, um, over a million units in Q3 from all the major VR headsets combined and a huge Black Friday for PlayStation VR I think the future is very bright for these technologies. I think you will see Sony continue to invest in software for PlayStation VR. I think uh, Skyrim was a huge shot in the arm, and Doom VFR, when it comes out next week, will be another huge shot in the arm. Uh, And I'm thrilled. As as an evangelist for this technology, I'm so glad. I know everybody writes me emails and says, oh, VR is dead, nobody's buying it, I don't know anyone. Not the case. The truth is, these things are selling, maybe not like hotcakes, but like, uh, I don't know, lukewarm cakes. Cakes nonetheless. And cakes uh, for your eyes. Cakes for your face. Face cakes. Uh, Get yourself some face cakes. I'm certainly enjoying my face cakes. And I'm excited for the future of VR. I'm excited for the present of VR. And hopefully many of you get VR as a present in your present this holiday season. 